In this week's Complaint Corner, Lilo and Stitch, Marvel, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve. And uh, we missed uh, our episode last week, or I guess I should say last week wasn't a normal episode. It was a Steve-only episode. Yeah, I got to tell the people Uh, about Sonic. I'm sure everybody was very excited to hear about it. (laughs) Uh, Guaranteed, everyone was just like, oh my god, Steve, talking about Sonic. We've never heard it before. I can't wait to hear what his thoughts are. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, But uh, surprisingly, though, so we didn't, you know, we didn't, you didn't cover news last week. Uh, but there isn't really that much news that's relevant to us this time around. We had a couple of things, uh, but nothing all that jaw-dropping, like nothing dramatic. Uh, so this is going to be kind of an episode where we just, we'll cover the news and then we'll talk about whatever we talk about. And I'm going to give a little story about why I missed last week. So uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna do that story right now. So the reason that we didn't record last time was because the time before that, uh, my computer cut out twice, as you remember, right, Steve? Yep, I sure do. Uh, and it, it was it was a bitch for you to fix, and I'm sorry uh, that you had to deal with that. Uh, I appreciate that you did, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to put you through that again, and my computer was still not fixed last time. Uh, so here's what I did. Uh, I, I made an appointment. I made an appointment with, uh, I can probably say who it is. It doesn't matter, right? I made an appointment with Geek Squad. Uh, and I went out to Geek Squad, and they were like, oh, yeah, your computer, it's, the, like, the battery isn't charging. And I was like, yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. That's why, That's I why I'm here. To, yeah, like, literally, yes. Am I paying for uh, this insight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and they are like, okay, well, uh, they this is an older computer, because it's, like, it's only, like, three years old. But That's six generations computer, of computer old. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, so we would have to order out for the uh, battery, but I don't think that we're going to be able to do that because of how old it is. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? They're like, well, what we can do is if you bring us a battery, like a new battery, we can install it for you. Uh, so you should try going to Batteries Plus. So then I drove out to Batteries Plus, And I was like, hey, do you have a fucking uh, battery for this, for this laptop? And they're like, no. Uh, we don't do laptop batteries except for like those external batteries mm-hmm. that like older computers mm-hmm. laptops recall, have, yep. like those ones back yeah, in the you day. Know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, they have those, but that's all that they have. They don't do like the internal laptop battery thing. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, do you have any recommendations? Because I don't know what to do. This is just what ba- what uh, the Geek Squad guys told me to do, and they're like, you could try you break, I fix. And so I was like, shit, all right. Like, I had, like, I had several hours to work on this. I had, like, a bunch of time during the day. So I was like, all right. So I drive out to You Break, I Fix, and I and I do the whole fucking thing there. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we can order you we can order you a battery. You know, it'll just, it'll get here in a few days, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they plugged it in as well. This is going to be important for later. They plugged it in as well. They're like, yeah, it's not working. I don't know what's going on. It just won't charge. Uh, so I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, so they ordered me the battery. Uh, finally, that's set. There, the part is coming. Uh, and I get home, I plug my computer in, and I realize, I notice that the light is on. The little, the little blinking light that previously was not working. And so I was like, wait, hold the fucking phone. And then I went to check, and yeah, it's, it's working again. My battery is charging again. 
I'm thinking that just all of the moving around and taking it from place to place, like, shifted something inside the computer so that it was connecting again? Sure, that's I science. Uh, th that's the only explanation that I currently Hang on, have. Wait, now hold the phone. Are you telling me that you have a busted computer that miraculously fixed itself, and we're just going to hope that that continues to be the case? Uh, well, see, that's the thing, is I didn't cancel the you break, I fix thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was planning on using the computer. I used it today for work-related purposes, and I had it unplugged for a portion of that time, and it worked just fine. Mm. Uh... And so I'm going, today is kind of a test run. We're going to see how it goes. I don't appreciate that, but okay. I, 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 I recognize that you don't appreciate it, Steve, but I don't, like, I'm, I haven't, like I say, I, I still have not canceled that, uh, that appointment. So maybe I'll still get the battery replaced anyway, but I, it, it's, it's working again. So okay. what, what am I supposed to, All right. what am I supposed to do? I think you should get a desktop. <laughs> That's what you should do. Oh, God. Man, that shit's expensive, Steve. That's the problem. I don't I got no money right now. I, I don't even have HBO Max right now, Steve. I'm not going to buy a brand new fucking desktop. All right, All right. fine. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with that shit? Like, nah. No, I'm going to use this computer uh, until I am no longer able to. I feel that like is, the Goodwill can point. sell you a whole computer, like monitors and mouse and keyboard and CPU and everything for like 50 bucks. Because it's probably yeah. full of water, but if you dry it out, <laughs> it'd probably work just fine. Uh, maybe, maybe. Get one of those uh, nice I don't thick know. monitors that you can run Windows 97 on. Ooh, I, ew, God, no, I would never do that. Uh, I miss anyway, computer labs. So, <laughs> uh, so that's my uh, my computer story. If if you can't tell, if the if the viewers at home can't tell, I'm not. I don't have great luck when it comes to technology. It, it, well, actually, like it sounds goes... like you do, because it sounds like all you had to do to fix this problem was to shake it all about. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, I know, but it's, like, weird, like, that's never happened to me before. Like, I still don't know why it's working right now, but it is, like, at 97%. Right, well, try not to move it in, too much, then. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going to, and in the meantime, it still does have battery, so hopefully it wouldn't collapse right away i was i used it i was writing on this computer for like a couple of hours today like on my bed with it, it wasn't plugged in and it worked is it fine. not plugged in I right had now no issues it is currently plugged in okay it is currently plugged i was gonna in, say if you're gonna tempt fate this. and you're not gonna have that thing fucking plugged in while we no, do no, this no, no, no. yeah no i i can't uh, abide by that, that. Uh, i i i i respect that and that's fine but yeah i i don't know what more to do other than we're just gonna see if it go how it goes uh anyway uh, on to our news, uh, which, like I said at the top, uh, I don't have that much. Uh, but hey, let's just let's talk about it. I mean, the newest uh, so trailer for the Mario Brothers movie came out. We didn't even mention it. I yeah, I don't see. Okay, <laughs> I don't really like talking about like the third or fourth trailer. Oh, for you you shouldn't. Movie. I was just pointing yeah, out that like, it happened to me. To me, it's like I'll walk, like we'll talk about the first trailer. And maybe we'll talk about another trailer if, like, if it's a particularly noteworthy one or if it's a film that, like, we have a lot to say about, you know, like, maybe. But, like, I feel like all the talking about the Mario trailer would do would just be you and me saying, oh, yeah, this looks pretty good. Or, you know, like, oh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's fucking weird as shit. It uh, is. So <laughs> it is. It is <laughs> weird as shit. I did watch the trailer. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like there's not enough meat there to justify talking about it, generally speaking. Uh, anyway, 
Um, Zach Galifianakis. I feel like we haven't heard about. We him haven't in heard a long from time. him in a while. No. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Uh, he is set to star in the live action Lilo and Stitch film uh, that Disney is making, which I still don't want them to make. Uh, like, just just please no. Uh, but what's interesting about Zach Galifianakis joining this is that. Um, we don't know who he's playing. They didn't announce that. My, I mean, I think that the safe assumption here would be that he's either playing Stitch, like the voice of the uh, 3D animated model that is definitely going to be Stitch, mm-hmm. uh, or he's going to play, uh, I think his name is Gumba, if I'm not it's mistaken. Jumba. Jum- Jumba. Jumba. Jumba and Pleakley and Mr. Bubbles. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jumba. And Nani. Close. And David. Uh, how great would and it be if he played Nani? Oh, Gantu. Oh, he could play Gantu. I think Zach Elf. Well, no. I'm thinking, uh, God, you just said it. Not fucking Jumba? Jumba. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Fuck. Uh, I think that Jumba would probably be the best fit for Zach Galifianakis. I mean, I'm voting for Pleakley, personally. Pleakley could also work. I just feel like, like, Pleakley should be someone who's a little bit... All right, I'll just say it. Uh, someone who's a little bit skinnier, you know, not someone who's as husky as. Uh, I don't Zach think Galvin that the aliens are going to be people. I think they're going to be CGI monsters. That's probably true, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. So I guess unless this I is going to be like him with like work. purple face paint on, in which case I'm all about this movie all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, we we both know that this movie's going to suck, right? Yes, like, of course. It's a live action of remake. Will of a beloved Disney animated property. Like it's guaranteed to suck. Yes. Like there is no Fact. way that is true. It could be anything else. <laughs> uh, I think like literally the only live action remake that I like can tolerate is uh jungle book. I think. Yeah. Really? Jungle, jungle book. Jungle really? Book. That's what, what was maybe there was one like, other with one that Christopher I Christopher Walken. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that, I didn't say it was good, I said that that was the one that I could tolerate. Alright. Uh, which, which I, I will stand by that. I think that that's probably the best of the bunch, which is just so, I mean, so I think Beauty and the Beast much. is the best live-action Disney thing, because it's the most passable. It's, See, it's I, entirely inoffensive. I it doesn't need to exist can't. at all, but it's the most inoffensive. I, I really, really don't like the Beauty and the Beast remake. Why? I, I just, I think Emma Watson makes a terrible bell. Uh, is it because she's I, British? I really, re- <laughs> no. It's oh, excuse me. It's not because she's British. British. It's because she, uh, to me, she doesn't like fit the character, and she's also a terrible singer. Oh, uh, all right. And that is That's distracting cold. as all hell to me. Uh, I'm sorry, but she is like <laughs> she's the, on pitch. The songs that she sings, she's fucking like adjusted pitch. Like the whole thing, she's like auto tuned to hell. Like it's it's noticeable, and I'm not even usually one to notice that kind of thing but like i just i can't stop noticing it with her i also don't really like the design for the beast are you sure you're not just Uh, taking out all your sexual frustration uh you know i don't even think that emma watson is that cute if i'm being god okay so you're just in denial all right if it makes you feel better steve then yes yes okay i I am just in denial i understand fine (laughs) i can't put any faith in anything you say going forward but I, you're compromised, I, yeah, obviously. But you never get you never put any faith in what I say anyway. That's part of the charm of our It's dynamic. true. You often say dumb things. <laughs> I'm looking forward uh, to hearing your anyway, thoughts on something later when we talk about it. I am I'm looking forward to hearing about that. 
Uh, so anyway, our next thing. Whoa, hang on. No, no, no. You didn't, you forgot to mention the other live action Disney property coming up. The other live action. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, shit. You're fucking right. I, I even made note of that. And I was like, oh, I got to talk about this on the show. And I didn't see it in my, when I was scrolling through the headlines today. Shit. Yes. No, you're totally right. We have to talk about that. Yes. They are making a live action How to Train Your Dragon film. Um... My first thought is why. I get it. Yep. Uh, I'm right I'm, there with you. Like that's that is like my, my just gut reaction is just like why do this? People um, seem to really like this franchise. I think this. I think How to Train Your Dragon did a Shrek where it accidentally became a huge thing and they didn't expect it to. Like, because fucking <laughs> Shrek has right, what like yeah. four movies and like two spinoff things and probably more than that. Yeah. Honestly, like you know that fucking Puss in Boots movie just came out, which people say is really good. Wouldn't know. Yeah, I've heard it. it's really good. I Wouldn't know. Didn't it, see though. it, but it's a Puss in Boots movie, which is an extension of the Shrek franchise, which I find very odd. But whatever. I think they accidentally did that with the How to Train Your Dragon because there's like three or four How to Train Your Dragon movies and a TV show about it. I think. So yeah, like, I, there is a TV show that I I actually saw a chunk of the TV show. I thought it was okay. Uh, didn't blow my mind, but it was fine. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, fuck with I any really, of that. Really, I really like the. First, how to train your dragon a lot and i sure. actually i like parts of the second one a lot a lot and i have not seen the third one uh that is where i'm at with it have you seen have you seen the second how to train your ha, i can't talk have you seen the second one steve have i seen it yes do i remember anything about it no oh you don't rem- i just remember when the uh when hiccups dad it's hiccup right it sure is uh, it sure is I, yeah I, I just remember when hiccups dad like saw his wife uh after like for the first time after he thought that she was dead for like years and it was just such a like it was just such a good moment he like walked straight over to her and she was expecting him to be like mad at her or like just upset or anything like you know she's like you know come on yell at me like you know i faked my death all these years and all he says is you're as beautiful as the day i lost you oh god i i just it's so cute that's not ringing a bell but i'll take your word for it it did happen i promise you i'm sure that it it did because i remember the mom being in the movie but that's about all I remember yeah, the from mom. It. The mom was in the movie. Oh, and uh, Hiccup's dad dies at the end. Spoiler alert. He does? For... He does. Man, I'm I was not paying attention. Sure. I'm like 90% certain that the dad dies at the end. Okay. Uh, which is, which is maybe the mom dies? I don't think so, though. I think that the mom lives and the dad dies. Whatever. Cool. And like, I, I want to see the third one, but I haven't seen it. All right. Anywho, live action that. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I feel like this uh, franchise has gotten a little out of control, uh, personally, but... You know, Toothless is I, cute. I, also, I think we can all agree about that. But um, yeah, Toothless is great. He's not going to be cute in live action, you know. And as no, excited no, as I am not. to see Michael Sarah play uh, Hiccup, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Please am. God, no! <laughs> I hope it's not Michael Sarah. Are you really, kidding me? I would really only see it not. if it was Michael Sarah. <laughs> why steve oh, I, I, he can't I the play dragon, a child anymore <laughs> he's like in his 30s or 40s at this point but he looks exactly like, the please. same i want to you know what i want to know how, how old michael Sarah is let me i'm just gonna i'm gonna do a quick little Google immortal it doesn't matter <laughs> how old not old how old is michael michael Sarah? Did you go Michael because you had to remember how to spell Michael? 
Uh, <laughs> shut up. Yes, that's that is why. Okay. Uh, he is thirty four. All right. Uh, and he is too goddamn old to play a high schooler anymore. I think okay? Hiccup's like twelve. <laughs> is he twelve? I don't know. I, I assume I he's a little know. baby boy. I don't know. Uh, you you're probably right. Hey, what like, are the other like, kids' make names? Make him a fucking child. Make him a child. God damn it! If they want to have Hiccup play like the dad character, I fine. I no, guess. you know what? They I, can I have that fucking uh, that kid with the buck teeth and the hat from Stranger Things. They can have him do it. The kid with the oh god. <laughs> Bam! There you go. Wait, are you? Uh, yeah, I actually I know who you're talking about. Uh. Glenn something no I don't Gaten? know Gaten Gaten I, I think don't his name know. is Gaten something, I don't know something. uh I but I know who you're talking about uh and yeah actually he would make a great hiccup like I would totally be down with that uh do the other uh, kids in that show have a dumb name like hiccup does because I'm pretty sure in the opening narration he says that they name their children stupid things to like scare off gnomes or something and uh I'm pretty sure he's the only one with a dumb name I literally don't remember anything about the other characters you know what fine uh, now i'm going to look up how to train your dragon i don't uh, it's not necessary gonna... all right fine then i won't do it uh but yeah i do not recall the names of anybody other than hiccup and toothless that's those are the and only Astrid, two the girl I... oh yeah and, and the girl yeah uh i actually i don't think i could have told you astrid until you said it now, the now only I good character it, but... in that show is is the is the show offy jock guy that's the best character uh seriously oh yeah I best actually, one i prefer the twins like i can't control I the weather the astrid just give me some warning i can it's just that guy's desperate need to a please that's the best character <laughs> uh okay no i i gotta disagree with you i think the best character is toothless toothless is great toothless isn't a character uh, He's the a whole prop. movie the whole movie should just be toothless and hiccup like interacting like i think with this live action remake like focus on that relationship like i don't give a fucking shit about any of the other human characters like just you just you know shoot them out of cannon if you want to or just well, get rid it of kind of sounds like, like you're describing pete's fine. dragon to me and i hope you're not describing pete's dragon to me because pete's dragon sucks ass funny you i have never seen pete's dragon either of them any version uh no i've, I've not seen, seen both of versions of pete's dragon and they both suck i almost saw a pete's dragon uh stage play wow uh, like a long time ago yikes uh, but i did Whose not whose grandma it. took you to that <laughs> uh my grandma my grandma took, were, were almost took me to that but nice. it didn't happen uh which is fine uh but anyway uh yeah i i really don't think that a how to train your dragon live action film is is in any way necessary uh like i would prefer they just not do this um oh god i just remembered something else we have to talk about i'm i'm so sorry steve but there's there's one other thing uh that i didn't have not warned you of okay uh and that is they announced uh a, a few sequels they announced a sequel a frozen three yep remember this uh, I, I know this they one. are making okay frozen three and uh toy story five at? five toy story five and there was one other one i can't remember it though zootopia two uh Zootopia 2, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. uh, which I'm good with two of those three. Uh, I'm guessing you can guess which one I think shouldn't be made. Is it Toy can Story 5? It, yeah, it's fucking Toy Story 5, Steve. Of course it goddamn is. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. 
Okay, look, Toy Story 3 was a solid ending to the Toy Story franchise. Yes, it like, was. It, it was the perfect was, bookend. Yes, it was good. And then Toy Story 4 came out, and I surprisingly didn't hate it. I will give them that. I didn't hate Toy Story 4. Have you seen Toy I Story have, 4? I have, yes. It was a satisfactory but unnecessary additional ending. Yes, I agree. It was like this sort of weird epilogue, but... I actually think that overall, I think it's better than Toy Story 3. So oh, I, I strongly disagree be, with that, but fine, whatever. I can't be that mad at Toy Story 4. I think overall it's a better film. I think that Toy Story 3 has some really strong individual moments, but I think that Toy Story 3 I mean, is Toy not Story 3 as ends good. with the passing of the torch and Andy giving the little girl his toys and saying, these are very important to me, keep track of them, and she fucking abandons them the first chance she gets. <laughs> I mean, okay, For a fucking fine. Yeah, spork. <laughs> the spork. The the my favorite thing about Toy Story Four is the confusion that uh, the spork character adds to the lore of Toy Story. Now I get it; these are kids' movies, and like I no, they're not. Think. <laughs> I shouldn't think too hard about like how the toy rules work, right? But like, but the Sporky was his name. Sporky was that his name? Pretty sure, that right. sounds about right. I, I think it was Sporky close. or Forky. It was one of those two things. Sporky or Forky it was one of those two. Uh he was a inanimate object, mm -hmm. and then he was given life, imbued with life. That's right. He was imbued with life by a little girl, like gluing some eyes to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like, uh, and like giving him some hands or whatever. Too. Ah, nah. So you're and missing that, the important it, part. It wasn't the gluing of the eyes, the giving of the hands. It was treating it like a toy. The second she treated right. it like a toy, it became a toy. Because there are toys right. that don't have eyes or hands. So, uh, but that raises more questions, Steve. So fine. Uh, the, uh, she, because she treated it like a toy, it's a toy and therefore it can live or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, does that also apply to like... Okay, sex toys. Do well, sex toys sex qualify? Sex toys are not toys. You don't play with They're those. You uh, utilize them, you don't assign which is them. different. So you don't you don't uh, personify uh, sexual Correct. toys. Well, at least you typically don't. You shouldn't. Uh, By God, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> okay. I can think of a couple good reasons why you might want to assign a personality to one, but we're not going <laughs> to go into that. Yeah, that's that's a rabbit hole we don't want to go down. But generally speaking, the answer is no. All right, fine. Does it have to be a child? Does it have to be a child that uh, makes a toy into a toy? Or can any person of any age play with something, uh, given a personality? I would assume it has to, to be a life? child. But I suppose the rule could apply to anybody who's a child at heart. Which I don't believe is uh, actually okay. the point of All Toy right. Story. I don't think they actually... No, they, they're pretty actually not. in the other direction about it. It's like, you know, people get older and they stop being kids and stop playing with toys instead of like, you know, having a hopeful message of maybe you can still be a kid inside and not be dead and hollow like an adult. That never really comes up in Toy Story, but no. Yeah, there's no such thing as I, I mean, even in Toy Story, like the idea of like, oh, like adults are collectors and they collect toys and they put them in well, Toy Story places. 2 was about that. Yeah, no, exactly. Toy Story 2 was about that, and it was presented as a very bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, no, no, no. Like, toys are meant to be played with. They are toys. They are made for children. Or, as Woody uh, and, says, you are a toy. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but also, like, the all of the films make it very clear that holding on to your toys forever is just a bad idea. 
uh, and that you know they are meant to be played with with children. Yeah, you're supposed to give uh, them to a child that you you know that's supposed to keep yeah. track of them for you instead of fucking losing them at a park. Uh, Stupid is that what, kid. Is that what she does? She loses it. At yeah, the she park takes fucking uh, Woody the park or whatever and fucking loses him because you know he stays there with Bo Peep, but she keeps the fucking fork. You know they have to go oh, on this rescue yeah. mission to get them both back. And she's not looking for Woody. Yep. She's looking for the fork. That's why they have to stop. <laughs> she made the fork, okay? She doesn't so, know that Woody is alive. So? Some of us aren't lucky enough to get to keep our Woody. Sometimes people steal them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you lost to Woody when you were... <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that story. Some people Steve. aren't yeah, lucky enough to have, yeah. get them handed a Woody. <laughs> This is this is getting into weird uh like please stop talking about being handed a woody, okay? Can we just like this is weird. I don't like it. I don't care for this. All right, a All Tom right. Hanks. <laughs> uh it's a little better, but not really. Somebody uh, stole my Tom anyway, Hanks. Anyway, Toy Story 5. Like I you and I are in complete agreement I think on this. Yes, Toy Story 5 should is, not be made. This is not necessary and they should definitely not. Yeah, it right. goes beyond not necessary. They actively shouldn't do it. But also, yeah, like, please, like, please cancel this. Like, I, fucking no one wants Woody's it. not in the please. cast anymore. It's just going to be like the Buzz Lightyear hour now, which everybody likes yeah. Buzz. But like the cast has already been whittled down to like six of the actual characters from the movies and probably some extra people like those weird holding hand duck and rabbit guys from Toy Story 4. I think those guys are uh, in the group now. There's only one. There's only one way where I'm going to be okay with this film existing. If it's one of those I'm horror movie remakes you. like the Winnie the Pooh? Uh, that would be funny, but no, that's not the way. The way that they could make this work for me, the only way uh, that I would be interested in seeing it, is I want there to be a new toy. And I want that new toy to be a part of the Buzz Lightyear reboot toys. Uh, and I want that toy to be played by uh, Chris... What the fuck is his name? The guy, uh, Captain America. Whoever played him in uh, the Buzz Lightyear movie, Lightyear. I basically I want them to take the character from Lightyear, mm -hmm. make him a toy, and I want to see that version of Buzz interact with the original version but of the, Buzz. But the original because, version of Buzz is supposed ensue. to be that toy. I I know that, but I reject that premise because that's okay. not true. All right, uh, that 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 cannot be. I I know it can't uh, be, but it is. <laughs> I, I the movie I as they presented it them... that they showed us could not have been the movie that andy saw it just couldn't have been correct yeah 100 percent. it could not have been the film that andy saw uh and that's why i would love to have uh for, for them to just address that within the narrative of the toy story universe they introduce a new a new buzz lightyear with the same voice as the new guy uh, and he can interact with the old, old Buzz Lightyear, and the old Buzz Lightyear can complain about all the things about the new Buzz Lightyear that I hate. Uh, oh, and you can also throw in the little the little uh, talking cat thing too. You can talking you can have cat him... thing. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, you know the talking yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, the, the mascot. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you can throw that in as well as like a you know like a, a little side kick toy that is that the other that the uh, oh god that Buzz Lightyear carries around. Excuse me. My bad. Great. I have to uh, fix that now. Yeah, you are definitely going to have to fix that. I'm I'm sorry. This is that. why there's so much noise uh, coming out of your microphone all the time. Uh, yeah, it's because I, I talk with my hands, and I'm trying to, like, not do that. Sit on them. But it's just, it's it's hard. Sit on like, them. I, 
I can't do that because I need to be able to, like, touch the computer, you know? Anyway. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so now we are going to move on to our last piece of news, uh, which is good. This is a good thing that we've both been asking for uh, Martha for Stewart? some time now. What? You said it's a good thing. Oh, I... Okay, wait. Martha Stewart? Am I... That's a joke I don't get. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, Marvel. Uh, Marvel is officially, well, I shouldn't say officially, but Marvel is slowing down production on all of their movies and shows, which is, that's like the number one complaint that we have had for the past couple of years is just the sheer amount of content that Marvel has been pumping out. That's been the one thing I wanted them to change. I mean, I'm glad people have finally caught up to me, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so congrats. I will, you know what, Steve? I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that you were right. You were right about this. There's too many Marvel things. There Thank is you. too many Marvel That's things. That's all I ever asked. I I will admit that you were right. Thank you. And you are right about that. Thank you. Uh, very graceful so, of you. So yes, you are you are welcome. Uh anyway, but now finally they're slowing things down again. Uh so The Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel that's going to feature obviously Captain Marvel, but also Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau, who I believe her character is going to be named Photon. She has a couple of different names in the comics, and so I'm, I'm pretty sure that she's going to be called Photon in this version. I'm not sure. I've seen the poster um, of them, like, stacked on top of each other, totem pole style. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so that was going to come out in July. It is now being pushed to November. Yes. And there was a... And I believe there was a different film that was supposed to come out in November. I don't know what that film was. That is now being delayed into next year, which is good and fine. Uh, in addition, uh, the Disney Plus series that they're making are going to be significantly slowing down, which that's like the, the one that they've been pumping out way too many of, like just way too many shows. Like Sony shows, it's been difficult for me to keep track of them. And that's like, like, I love Marvel shows and I've seen all of them. But it's it's been hard for me to like be like, wait, what is coming out now? Like who, what, who, where? Uh, yep. And uh, so there were originally going to be six uh, Disney Plus series that were going to come out this year. Uh, now we know that there's going to be two, and as I believe the current plan is for two to be the only two that come out. I don't think the other ones are going to come out this year. And those two are going to be uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, which I'm actually very excited in watching because I finally finished the Secret Invasion comic storyline. So, like, I actually know what Secret Invasion is now, uh, which is nice. So I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, and uh, Loki Season 2. Uh, both of those are sure bets, quote, uh, to come out this year. The other shows that were supposed to come out this year uh, were Coven of Chaos, What If Season 2, Ironheart, and Echo. And those are all apparently being delayed into next year. They're not going to be canceled oh. because they've all been filmed already. So that would just be a waste of of money. Uh, like the big reason that this is happening is because uh, Disney Plus is not doing as well financially as Disney would want. Uh, they lost subscribers for the first time in like their last quarter. Um, and it just it is not been going well for them it, it, like it was like they were like artificially inflated during the pandemic but that is starting to slow down now and they're just they're not getting the engagement that they have been wanting and expecting on all of these shows 
Uh, which makes fucking sense because even someone like me, who's like a Marvel diehard fanboy, is getting burnt out on just how many of these things that there are. Uh, so I think this is wonderful fucking news. Wonderful news. Uh, and yeah, I don't really need an Echo or Ironheart or Coven of Chaos show. I don't need any of those shows. I'll watch them, but I don't. I don't need them, and I'm certainly not going to make you watch any of them. Thank God. I'm not that cruel. Uh, I kind of hope I can convince you to watch Loki season two because you watched season one. I mean, one, I guess right? I watched season one. Yeah, might as well just give it a shot. That's all I ask. Can you watch one episode? And if you don't want to keep watching it, then fine. Can I ask for that? I guess. Huh? Yeah. Huh? All right, all right. I'll take I'll take what I can get here, and I'm really excited for Secret Invasion. You know, it's uh, it's really but, funny uh, because Marvel's what? finally coming around and realizing that I was right and that there's too many Marvel shows, and it's really funny because DC is just starting their thing over again, and they're just like listing off like all the shows and the shit they want to do because DC is forever a decade behind. And I just think that's really <laughs> funny. You know, that is funny. Yeah, like, Marvel is so far ahead of them that they're like, yeah, we're going to slow down a little bit. We kind of bit off more than we could chew. And DC is like, are you excited for our new lineup? Yeah, <laughs> like, fucking yeah, Marvel's DC already coming just... <laughs> down on the other side of that bell curve, and DC's like, fucking, yeah. oh, all right, let's start the trip. <laughs> yeah, that's literally true. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, and so uh, shameful. that actually, it's, it's hilarious. It's sad, but it's also hilarious. Uh, and that is actually it for our news this week. So uh, we can move on now to the magic hour. You bet your buddy uh, boy. I, I am trying to remember what happened last time. I No, nah, man, I don't remember anything. Let's see. Do I have anything written down? I feel like when oh, you write yeah, it down, have... it is cheating. I, yeah, it kind of is. Because you're not remembering any of these things. You're just parroting well, see, back to me a keyword you remembered from last week. See, sometimes when I write it down, it, like, jogs my memory, and then, like, additional information starts to flow, mm-hmm. you know? And that, to me, that counts. Like, it's like, if I remember additional information besides what I wrote down, that counts. But if I asked but you to I'm summarize just... the magic timeline as you remember it so far, what would you tell me? Fuck you! That's what I would say, Steve. Okay. Fuck you! There's too many proper nouns. No, Well, I you just give me the that. broad strokes. I'm not asking you to fucking pick out people's names, you know? Just... Explain to me some of the events you remember happening in our past. <laughs> I remember sandworms, Steve. I remember sandworms. I don't even know what that means. Sandworms? It was like doom giant sandworms. They could eat a car, Steve. When did we talk about worms, doom worms? And they could eat a car. I don't know. I just remember. That's like the wow. one thing I remember. Uh, oh, Why are we even doing ship. this exercise? There's a ship, and it's called the Weatherlight. There is, uh, yep. And it, it, it travels through different planes and stuff, and it has a um, it has a cabin boy or whatever uh, named Squee. It does. Uh, and he is a goblin, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and he becomes a king goblin. Oh, and he's immortal, too. He becomes immortal, yep. and he becomes a king goblin of somewhere i don't remember where he was king so so the information that you've retained from thousands of years of magic history is that squee exists (laughs) and the weatherlight exists well bully for you i guess and 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 planeswalkers are a thing yes they are Uh, or or, you know squee is not one of them different dimension no i didn't i didn't think he was uh and people can go to different dimensions which are just called planes Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the planes is called Phyrexia. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, and there's a, there's an, uh, are the Phyrexians, are they Borg? They are Borg, that right? that's right. Okay. 
Yep, yep. I remember all some All right, yeah, I'll, I'll give you some of that. Phyrexian's a pretty important thing to remember. Yeah. I'm glad you remember that one, at least. All right, all right. Well done. All right, well, we're going to take a break from the Phyrexians for a second. <clears throat> oh, thank God. Uh, 4,483 AR, or 10,000 CE by Revenant and Reckoning. It it references sure. that yeah, on this one because this particular event happens on Ravnica. Uh, the Ravnican Decamillennial occurs. Uh, Zadok's machinations directly lead to the destruction of the Guild Pact. All right. What is the Guild Pact? Ah, that's that's a great know. question. So the All Guild right. Pact. Yes, good. Uh, the Guild Pact is a magical uh, contract of ruling that the entire plane of Raftinka was subject to during this time anyway. That uh, its founder, when they built the city, because Ravnica is an entire plane of just one city, and uh, when they built the city, they just dis disseminated all the different guilds of the city into different groups and to different jobs to make the city run. And the Guild Pact was the thing that made those people all stay in line and do those jobs without actually being able to do anything to each other to advance themselves directly. Oh. Okay, so... So one guild was, couldn't so attack guild... and uh, consume a different guild yeah. and take on their power. Okay, okay. It so kept the ten guilds basic... separate and in line. Interesting. Wow. Uh, but that has now been dissolved, correct? Yes, this guy uh, put a stop to that. Which is not going to be good for anybody. So now the guilds... Yeah, now the guilds can attack each other yes. because capitalism is bad. Well, Got it. Uh, Got it. well yeah, that is, that is one of or two of their main goals, yes, but... Most of them are just looking hey, hey, to run hey. the place. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. So the guild pack, and I'm sorry, where was this again? Ravnica, the city Ravnica. of guilds. Ravnica. Oh, it's a, okay. And right. one of the coolest city, planes the, we have. The guild pack pact of Ravnica was dissolved, mm -hmm. and the guild pack made the guilds not attack each other. Uh, but now they can fucking attack each other, and that's going to be bad for everybody. Okay. Correct. All right, I'm going to try to retain that. I'm not going to write that down. I'm just going to try oh, to retain that. Oh, look at you. That. Doing your best to try to dissolved. use your brain power. Guild Pact got dissolved on Ravnica. Mm -hmm. Ravnica. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to try, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him my best shot. I think I'll probably remember Guild. Something about Guilds, right? Okay. Uh, Don't sell yourself short all yet. Right. So, uh all right so now we're gonna move on to my humble opinion uh and i'd like to go first if that's please do if that's all good with you all right uh i'm gonna keep you know i'll try to keep this short but uh i am in the middle of uh watching uh better call saul uh as you may remember steve uh recently i finished watching breaking bad uh which is honestly like that's a great show but it's like really good on rewatch in my opinion especially like the last two seasons that that's like the big thing with breaking bad in my opinion is like i feel like the first three seasons is just like lots and lots of build-up and the last two seasons is just straight fucking payoff uh so re-watching it i find watching the early seasons very difficult it took me a long time to get through them uh but then i breezed through the later seasons uh, but anyway, I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about Better Call Saul. Uh, and in my humble opinion, Better Call Saul is a very good show, but I think that it is likely going... I think it's doing the same thing as Breaking Bad in some ways. Like, I think that a lot of these first few seasons is set up for things to come later. 
uh, especially the first season. The first season, I have seen the first season, I think, three times now, because, like, this is my third attempt at trying to watch Better Call Saul. Uh, and the first season's rough. That's why it's taken me so long. I, I do not love the first season. I think that it, uh, it has really, really strong individual episodes. Like, there are a few, uh, like, self-contained episodes that are just fantastic. There's one especially that's, uh, do you remember Mike from Breaking Bad at all, Steve? Uh, it's like the old guy. Yes, the grumpy, scowly fellow, yes. Yeah, the grumpy, scowly old guy. So he's in Better Call Saul. He's a major part of Better Call Saul. Uh, and he gets a fantastic episode devoted to him in the first season where you get to find out more about his backstory. Uh, it turns out that, so he was a cop in Philadelphia, uh, and the members of his division of cops, I don't know if that's the right term, but I think it's division. The members of his division, they were like, they were all uh, like crooked. They were all stealing money. It was sort of like this implied thing where it's if everyone's stealing money, then everyone's safe because no one's going to rat on each other kind of a situation. Uh, but then Mike's son, who is also a cop, like learns about this and he doesn't want to take the money because he's like a good and honorable person. Uh, but Mike convinces him to do it anyway. Uh, but because he was showing, uh, reluctance in taking the money, the other cops basically viewed that as like, oh, so he's not going to fucking do it. And so then they have him killed. Uh, so Mike is, has all of these, these feelings of guilt because he was the one who told his son to go and take the money from these other cops. And then those cops, uh, ended up killing him like that night. So Mike sent him into the lion's den, like unarmed. Uh, and Mike is like never able to forgive himself for that. And so now he's in Albuquerque to do right by his granddaughter and to provide for her since he fucked up with this, with the, um, he fucked up with his son and he's not going to fuck up with his granddaughter. All very, very good, compelling stuff. Meanwhile, we've got Jimmy. Um, and, oh, and I guess, by the way, the rest of the show, uh, from Mike's perspective is just him get like going deeper and deeper into the, into a life of crime, uh, to, uh, sort of, sort of like Walter White did, where he's just getting deeper and deeper, uh, so that he can make money for his family. Uh, except, you know, he's not a goddamn psychopath and he's not like, you know, poisoning children along the way. Uh, you know, Mike has a, has a code of honor that he is not breaking, which I, which I like. Anyway, anyway, so Saul, uh, or should I say Jimmy? Did I say that already? Um, so Saul Goodman is not Saul Goodman. His real name is Jimmy McGill. Uh, and our man Jimmy has a brother named Chuck and Chuck is a fucking asshole. So, uh, he, Chuck is Jimmy's older brother and he is a lawyer, uh, and he is a particularly intelligent lawyer. Like he is just, he is like, got like an encyclopedic knowledge of all of these different laws. Like he's like, he's a really fucking good lawyer. Like people talk about how someday they expected him to be arguing in front of the Supreme court. Like this man is just like one of the best lawyers out there. Uh, but he's also, um, how do I say this nicely? Uh, he's a, he's a bit of a loon. No, <laughs> that's not a nice way to say it, but, uh, Chuck, uh, believes that he has an allergy to electromagnetic fields, 
Uh, and so he compl- uh, he recently uh, in his life uh, developed this allergy. Uh, and so now he cannot be around any electronic devices whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, like he lives, like he has all the lights turned off in his house all the time. He requires, uh, his brother Jimmy to take his watch off and his cell phone and like put it in the mailbox before he comes in. He has to ground himself. Jimmy does. He has to ground himself on this little piece of metal before he walks in the house because he needs to, you know, get all of those, those nasty, get all the the magnets uh, out of him. Magnetic waves. Yeah. Get all the magnets out of him. Exactly. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is all a bunch of bullshit, but Chuck fucking believes this shit. Pretty uh, sure now, that that's so not how any with, of that works, but you know I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I don't think that's I. Yeah, I, I'm not a doctor either. But he is like completely convinced that this is what's going on with him, uh, and like insists that being around any electronic devices at all causes him like profound pain. Uh, like, and it seems that way because really, like every time he's around light, like he's like he's wincing and it, like he looks like he's in a lot of pain. It's just, it's hard to tell if it's in his head well, or not. that doesn't mean that he's anyway. allergic to magnets, just means he's a vampire. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but, uh, so Jimmy, uh, recently moved to Albuquerque, uh, because he was following Chuck, uh, because Jimmy got arrested. He's from, uh, oh God, I can't remember. He's from somewhere in the Midwest. I can't remember exactly where, it, where it was. Cicero? Where is Cicero? Do you know what state? Pretty sure that's in? a Pokemon. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, it's not a Pokemon. Uh, but uh, Jimmy, uh, he got arrested, and Chuck bailed him out of it. Chuck was able to figure out a way to have him not get a felony, uh, but on the condition that he move with him to Albuquerque and he uh, and he walk up, get on the straight and narrow. Uh, Jimmy's a con man. Uh, he's been a con man for pretty much his entire life. Like he just makes shit up as he goes along and takes other people's money at every possible opportunity. Um, and, but now he, you know, he really wants to do right by Chuck, uh, and he wants to make his brother proud. And so he starts working at his brother's law company. This, this is actually all flashback stuff, but I'm just covering it. Uh, so he works at his brother's law company, uh, in like the mail room. Uh, and while in the mail room, he, uh, starts taking lawyer classes cause he wants to impress his, impress his brother, Chuck. He takes these like online classes and it, uh, he, it takes him three tries to pass the bar, but he does pass the bar and he's so proud of himself and he goes to Chuck and he's like, look at what I did. Like I'm, you know, I passed the bar. Like I'm really, you know, like I want to work. I want to be a lawyer just like you. I want to do this. Uh, be and just like you dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Chuck, uh, does not, well, first of all, is a goddamn coward and does not say any of this shit to, uh, to Jimmy's face. Uh, but Chuck does not believe that Jimmy deserves to have a law degree. He thinks that he, uh, he is only becoming a lawyer, uh, to follow in Chuck's footsteps because he's trying, he's trying to take away the one thing that Chuck was able to do on his own. Uh, Chuck has a lot of inadequacy issues. It would appear because so. Because everybody loves, everybody loves Jimmy, but no one loves Chuck because Chuck is a fucking piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but he's a very intelligent piece of shit. Uh, and so he feels like this is Jimmy trying to take away his last thing, I think. 
Um, so he manipulates uh, circumstances behind the scenes to make sure that Jimmy cannot get a job at Chuck's uh, company. Does not tell Jimmy to his face directly any of this. Like, you know, doesn't say, I don't fucking want to hire you. He's just like, oh, yeah, we'll try to get you hired. And then he goes and he's like, you absolutely cannot hire Jimmy uh, to his, uh, like, his partners or whatever. So Jimmy starts his own law practice. Uh, and he eventually, I, I don't want to cover everything that happens in the show, but, uh, he starts his own law practice and he's trying to prove himself, but it's not going very well. Uh, he starts and he, he keeps going back to his old con man habits. Uh, like he's just a naturally, a naturally manipulative person. Uh, and he's always trying to do things, uh, like to save himself time and money. Uh, which has bitten in the bitten him in the ass several different times throughout the show. Uh, he's just I, I hate to say it, but uh, he's not a very good lawyer. Not because he's not intelligent. He's actually quite intelligent. He's quite good at lawyering. He's just not good at following rules, and that's kind of a big deal when you're a Unfortunately, lawyer. Unfortunately, yeah, that uh, is probably pretty pretty big part <laughs> of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of essential that as a lawyer you follow the law because that's you know your job. Uh, and Jimmy, Jimmy likes to cut corners. Uh, and, uh, what, what ends up happening is so Jimmy finds out that Chuck was the one who has been manipulating things behind the scenes to make sure Jimmy can't get a job. Uh, and Jimmy is of course, understandably, understandably. Oh yeah. I should also mention, I should also mention that, uh, with Chuck's, you know, ailment with that whole, uh, with that whole technology mm-hmm. thing jimmy has been the one who has been stepping up and helping chuck throughout all of oh, this nice. like jimmy has been uh making sure he has food and like bringing him ice for his ice box because he doesn't have a refrigerator sure. anymore uh and making sure that he gets his newspapers uh and like doing all of these other like ch- like chores and cares for chuck to uh to try to help him while he's dealing with this bizarre um uh, this bizarre illness that he may or may not have made up in his mind. Uh, but Chuck doesn't, like, see any of that. Chuck does not respect any of that. Uh, Chuck just thinks that Jimmy is a is a failure and a cheater, uh, and that he's trying to steal Chuck's, uh, you know, a job away from him. Like, he's trying to take the law away from him, which is absolutely insanity, and I fucking hate Chuck. Uh... But uh, what what Jimmy ends up doing is, as a sort of prank uh, with Chuck, he um, he messes with these documents uh, for this big case that Chuck was working on. I'm I'm trying to keep this vague because it's just a bunch of unnecessary detail. You just don't need to know. Uh, he was he's he was messing with these documents, and he f- there was like this address that he flipped these numbers on. So instead of saying twelve sixteen, it said twelve sixty one. Uh, so, uh, when Chuck was trying to, like, file this, this address into, uh, into, like, with the court or whatever, there was all this confusion because he had all of these addresses wrong, and Chuck was absolutely beyond furious that this happened, and was so, so convinced that Jimmy must have done something to manipulate him, and that there's no possible way that he just simply got the address wrong, which... I feel like any normal person would do that. Now, it's true that Jimmy did, man, like, Jimmy did do, bleh, Jimmy did do this. Like, Jimmy committed forgery, technically speaking. I would sooner call it more of a prank than anything else, but, uh, 
but Jimmy did do it, and and then Chuck, uh, in a big moment, uh, confronted Jimmy about this, uh, and then, and then fucking uh, Jimmy sto- flashed his phone at him and he hit like Gollum. I wish that was the case. That would be much better. Uh, what ended up happening was uh, so they had this big confrontation, yada yada yada. Uh, and then Jimmy ended up confessing, like, he's like, fine, is this what you want to hear? Like, yes, I did this. Like, you know, I switched the numbers around, uh, excuse me, uh, I had my reasons. Just like, a prank, you know, bro. Because you were being an prank. asshole. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a prank, bro. Uh, like, it was, it was a little bit more, there was more to the story. He was doing it for a girl. Again, I don't want to get into all the details, because it would take too long to explain. Uh, but, uh. Jimmy had his reasons, uh, but and so he tells Chuck, he's like, yes, I did it. Like, I did this thing. And Chuck is like, you are aware you're confessing to a felony, right? And and Jimmy's like, yeah, I guess. Like, what? It's my word against yours. Like, what are we doing here? Like, get over it. Turns out Chuck had been recording that conversation, which is a huge deal, of course, because Chuck doesn't use technology at this point. Whoa. Uh, but he did. Chuck went out of his way to, like, he had the recorder, like, hidden on his table, uh, and he got this recording, uh, and eventually Jimmy finds out about this recording, and he goes to confront Chuck, but it turns out that had been Chuck's plan all along. Uh, Chuck wanted Jimmy to come and confront him. Jimmy lost his shit. He found the tape. He tore it up. He broke into Chuck's house, uh, and in order to do all this, he's screaming at Chuck, uh, and all this fucking trash. And, uh, but it turns out that, uh, Chuck's law partner and also a private investigator that he had hired just to stay in his house for a while because he knew that Jimmy was going to come to try to destroy this tape. They were both there. They were both witnesses to this, uh, big dramatic freak out by Jimmy. Uh, and so now he is in prison, uh, or I should say jail. He's in jail now because he is being charged with breaking and entering and assault and destruction of private property, which, again, he did do all of these things, but he was manipulated into doing these things by Chuck because Chuck is absolutely unable or unwilling to, like, un- to accept that Jimmy can also be a lawyer. Uh, because Chuck is a crazy motherfucker, and I hate his goddamn guts. And that's about where I've left off. Oh, and, uh, fucking, uh, Gus is in the show now, and Gus is awesome. Uh, I remember Gus. Gus and, yes, Gus and Mike just met, uh, and they're kind of, they're still in, like, the early stages of their, uh, relationship, uh, where Gus said, like, I kind of want to hire you someday. And and Mike is like, yeah, someday, maybe. Uh, depends, on, depends on what you want to hire me for. Uh, and, uh, oh, and Gus, not Gus, excuse me. Uh, Mike is trying to go after, um, remember Hector Salabanca? I sure do. Do you remember that guy in the yep, wheelchair? Yep, yep. Yeah, he's not... He's not in a wheelchair yet. He's still like his own, you know, normal Wait, self. What? And he's a goddamn yeah. What I know. year is this taking uh, place yeah, in? <laughs> uh, see, I'm very curious as to what's going to happen to him. I'm guessing he's something's going to happen to Hector, and he's going like he's going to get shot or something. He's going to fucking know. get MS and six that- months prior to filming or something. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but yeah, like he's perfectly normal. Uh, and, but, uh, Mike, Mike has it out for him 
for reasons that I don't want to get into. Uh, and of course, Gus has it out for him as well. And so now they're probably going to start working together to take down the cartel and the Salamancas, and specifically Hector. And I'm assuming that that's going to end with Hector getting shot or poisoned or some other shit that's going to, like, fuck up his brain so he uh, is in that wheelchair and can't speak anymore but that hasn't happened yet so i'm excited to see how that plays out because i have no fucking idea very confused by it uh and uh yeah so in my humble opinion it's a very good show so far uh it's it's weird not knowing where it's going like it's like because i'm i'm like lost i have no it's funny how i do know where it's going in some ways like i know you know how things go with mike and i know how things go with uh gus but like i'm very curious as to how saul or well jimmy is going to end up being saul because that's like he still is not calling himself saul goodman uh and it seems like it's not going to happen anytime soon but maybe it will uh it's funny that we're in the middle of season three of a show called better call saul and he does not go by Saul, Jeez. even still. Jeez. Like, that's not his name yet. <laughs> three seasons in? Uh, yeah, it's three in, seasons in. At least in. Green or, Arrow like, went by Arrow at the end of the first season. <laughs> yeah, it is It is odd. It's an odd choice. But yeah, it's it's a good show. It Like, oh my god. Like, it's incredibly well filmed. Oh my god. Like, they have, like, some, like, environmental shots that just, like, are just so cool. Like, I'm always asking myself how they're filming some of the things that they're filming. It's like, how did you get this shot? Like, I don't understand. Like, freaking... Disney magic. Freaking Breaking Bad and... Freaking Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like, they just have the craziest fucking, like, you know, weird object shots. And it's like, I don't know why you decided to do it this way, but it is fucking hypnotizing. And I am just, I'm very invested in the show, and I cannot wait to keep watching it. So, uh, so that is, that is it for me. All right? Tight. Uh, well, uh, my turn. And, uh, I have been playing the Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> all right. Okay, all that's right. an interesting reaction right out of the gate. Well, just go ahead. Tell me Tell me more about well, it. Well, no, hang How on. You're just going to open with shit like that. What's wrong? Uh, oh, just J.K. Rowling is a fucking asshole. That's what's wrong. It has nothing to do with her. Who cares? Well, I mean, it does, though, because she gets it doesn't. checks It really it. doesn't. I mean, doesn't it, though? It's her franchise. <laughs> There's not a single Harry Potter character mentioned anywhere in this game. Well, yeah, but, like, she, it's her franchise. She is, like, being paid money for, like, whatever money you spent to get Hogwarts Legacy, at least part of that went to J.K. Rowling. It doesn't matter. Just go ahead. All right, sorry. Fucking Hitler built the Autobahn and the Volkswagen, but I have one of those, so. Fine, fine. It's it's fine. I'm not, like, that mad about it. I just am angry at J.K. Rowling. Whatever. Anywho... Hogwarts Legacy, and also, I can't be the only one playing it, because it's, like, fucking number two game in the world right now, or whatever, so yeah, obviously there's a lot of shitty people out there if it's not just me. That's true. Anyway. That is true. Anywho. Uh, so I've been playing that to the judgment of no one, and uh, I thought to myself, hey, uh, I don't much care for this Harry Potter franchise, but let's see what this thing has to offer. The first thought I had was I was going to color myself green in the character creation, and I was going to name myself Bleeblorp, and I was going to be a foreign exchange student from a sci-fi universe. Um, unfortunately, racist-ass Hogwarts game doesn't let you be green. It only lets you pick from human skin tones, and the most exotic thing I could be is Asian, 
So I had to change my plan immediately, right out of the gate, which was a bummer. <laughs> okay. My first, my second plan was I was going to join Hufflepuff and be the most evil Hufflepuff that ever lived. Um, <laughs> I like that well, my, a lot. Well, I, I, picked, I picked Hufflepuff because it was the least picked house from the global statistics. I mean, that makes all the sense. So, see, yeah. I didn't think so. It's I thought Hufflepuff. The, no, see, I thought how it was going to go was Gryffindor would be number one because that's where the heroes live. Slytherin would be second because where all the villains live. Hufflepuff would be third because everybody who likes this franchise self-identifies as a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and fourth would be Ravenclaw, the one no one ever thinks about. I got every single one of those wrong. Slytherin was number one. Gryffindor was number two, Ravenclaw Slyther? was number three, and Hufflepuff was number four. I'm sorry, so I opted Slytherin for was number one? What? Yes. People insane. like being the villain, I guess. I guess. That's so weird. It was a big difference, too. Like, like, like the thing I looked at, like, Slytherin was like 33% of the picks or something. It was nuts. It was not an even split at all. What the fuck? But anywho. Okay. Yeah, I know. Anywho, I picked, so I picked Hufflepuff, and I, I'm going to skip the, I'm going to skip the first part of the story here because I want to get to the part that made me change my mind. Um, I did the very first mission where you wake up in your bedroom in the dorm room and you have to introduce yourself to your fellow Hufflepuffins. Uh, yeah. First of all, the Hufflepuff people dorm room thing is just a hobbit hole complete with yellow backlighting and, and round doors. Everything's <laughs> made of wood. It's just a fucking hobbit hole. And I introduced myself to all my fellow Hufflepuffs or the three of them that are named characters anyway. And oh my God, they fucking suck. Like, I talked to this one lady, and she's giving me all these awkward dad jokes, and I'm like, oh, no. And I talked to this other guy, and he's like, did you know about these fucking animal things? And it's like, oh, God, no. And I talked to some other girl who was a bummer about her uncle missing or something, and I was like, ugh, I am not going to stick in a game with these people for the rest of this gameplay. So I started <laughs> the game over, and I went through oh the tutorial God. section all over again so that what? I could uh, pick Ravenclaw instead. Oh, why would you? Okay. All right. All right. Well, sure. I was worried that I was going to be stuck with these stupid kids for the rest of the game, and I hated them. So <laughs> round two character of Tom Whittle, the most evil Hufflepuff to ever live, was already canceled. So I started the game over, and I just made myself look like Ed Sheeran, and I named him Ed Sheeran, and I joined Ravenclaw. Now, all right. I picked Ravenclaw because I looked at these statistics in, in third place, but I also read the description and it said that Ravenclaw was for the witty and the intelligent. And I was like, oh, finally, a man among his people. I will <laughs> finally have my peers. And I uh -huh. went there and I met my Ravenclaws and they're all a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> there's a guy with a fucking telescope telling me how cool stars are. Yeah, And there's Steve. a fucking... What yeah, did you expect? I, like, <laughs> I expected some wit, some fucking personality. Ugh. But I just resigned myself to sticking with Ravenclaw because I didn't want to start the game over a third time and trog through the fucking tutorial again. So thus I begins the journey the of Ed Sheeran, the Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Anything so, more? Yeah. So hang on. So rolling back, uh, the beginning of the game, you start out... As a fifth year, as a transfer student, you're a fifth year because they didn't want to make you like 11, I guess. They wanted to make you like somewhat of an adult. So you're like 16 or 17 or something. Yeah, so sure, sure. Close to a person instead of a child, I guess. <laughs> um, and since you're transferring in, they one of the professors has been tutoring you outside, which is your explanation for why you can do magic, I guess. And uh, you uh, are on a magical cart being pulled by some magical animals on your way to Hogwarts Express when... Uh, 
you uh, receive a letter from some guy sitting across the the way from you and hands you a magical seal that nobody knows how to open, but you see it and it's like, oh, it's right here, guys. You just push the button, but no one else can see the button. And you push it and it opens up and there's a key inside just in time for your cart to be attacked by a dragon and be bitten half. And that guy who gave you the key got fucking eight. Just dead right away. Oh, Opening wow. strong okay. in the Hogwarts game. <laughs> Hot damn, man. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. that fucking banker guy got fucking eight. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, so you're falling out of a flying chariot thing now, and your professor guy you're with uh, grabs onto the key and grabs onto you, and it teleports you to somewhere in the Scottish Highlands. Which, by the way, is where Hogwarts is, apparently. Uh, I... I didn't know, know that. I thought it was it in England. Disagree. So yeah, that 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 tracks with what I. Think Anywho, is right. you land in a special place because the key was a port key, which is the thing oh, that teleports yeah. you places. Yep. Yep. So right. you grab hold of that. Uh, you go through some ruins, and uh, you find this is the tutorial level where it teaches you how to like jump and shoot and stuff. Um, curiously, this has a little bit more wall climbing in it than you're probably imagining it does. Yeah, some pretty nimble fingers on this old man that's teaching you how to do magic, but Wall whatever. Wall climbing? What? Yeah, well, it's got okay. that standard, um, you know, jump and ledge grab and slight wall kick thing where you can, like, grab I, a ledge slightly Harry taller Potter than you. at all. I, yeah, I, well, you know, that's what video games have to have now. There has to be a little uh, bit of ledge grabbing. Like Every it. video game has a little... This also has stealth sections in it. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm getting there. Hang on. Anywho... You go through all this shit and you find the ruins of this thing that this place took you to and you touch a thing that only you can see and you get sucked inside a room and you do one of those things where you stick your head in the fishbowl and you can like see people's memories or whatever. And apparently this place was set up by a cabal of four people who are trying to keep ancient magic secret and only a select few people can see traces of that ancient magic. Your your character being one of them, which is why you can see all the stuff other people can't see. So now you and this wizard guy you're with are on a quest to try to get to the bottom of this and keep the fucking magic safe from the bad guys who are trying to get it. The bad guys who are trying to get it are some goblins, and uh, they appear to already have some because they are covered in red glowy bits, and uh, they are immune to magic, it seems. Like, the guy shoots magic at him and it doesn't hurt him at all. And you, the, the fucking giant golem thing that lands there to defend the area takes care of them while you escape through a portal or whatever, but they didn't die from that. But they're immune to magic, it looks like, which is obviously a problem for a society based entirely in magic. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, yeah. there's no melee attack in this game. You can't, like, kick somebody in the dick or anything, which is, conf which is a problem because, you know, I feel like if I got close enough to somebody where I'm in range to hit him with my wand... I might just want to fucking pistol whip him instead, but that never comes up. Yeah, but that's not that's not how uh, magicians operate, Steve. No, I, I understand. I, I get that this is a world where magic exists and therefore other things don't. But street fights still gotta happen, right? Uh, no, I mean it definitely does happen in the movies, but no, they, they <laughs> don't believe not. in fighting. Oh my god, do they believe in fighting? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so then you wind up at Hogwarts, you get sorted, and then you know. The, the world begins, and now you go to class, and you also, on the side of going to class and learning spells, make new friends with the students, and help this guy get to the bottom of this shit with the magic, and the other weird cabals of goblins and evil wizards that seem to want to stop you. Full disclosure, I'm only 25% of the way through the game, according to the progress bar, because, okay. A, 
I have not been marathoning this game like I usually do. Hey, I've had a lot you know, of other I'm things. I'm proud of you, Steve. That's no, good. no, it's not on purpose. I had a lot of other stuff to do. I would have if I could have. <laughs> but there's also okay. a lot of side things that I was doing instead of main story stuff, which has made me like comically over leveled for a lot of the early stuff because uh, uh, it was uh, there's so much side shit to do and. RPGs always make me want to do side quests. I always go on the side quest before any main mission. Every time. As long as I yep. can do it, I will go do it. Same. And the problem with that is that I am too powerful now. But whatever. So how this works is that you can shoot little sparks at guys. Like your regular attack. That's how you kill things normal. And you got a little, a little wheel, like a quick wheel of other spells you can do. Um, you know, like your, your fucking Alohomoras and, or not that one, the f Akios and shit, you know, spells that do stuff in the world. Uh, they have combat spells and they have utility spells and things that are in between those two things, like things that have combat and utility purposes, like Akio, the one that pulls stuff to you. You can yeah. use that to pull a guy to you, but also pull a thing to you, you know, and okay. that's all super cool, but... My little wheel is only four spells. I can only have four of them at a time. I know a bunch because I kept doing all the fucking side quests to keep unlocking them. And I even know one of the forbidden curses at this point in the game. That's that that shouldn't be. But OK, no, all it's right. well, you get all of them. I know. I know the killing curse is in there because I can see it on my upgrade wheel. I just don't have it yet. That's so but, fucked um, up. All right. Yeah, I, dude, I fuck, I'm okay. so excited to just murk it's, some people. It's fucking fine. <laughs> So I'm doing a Paragon run, don't worry. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything evil, but you can sort of be evil in this game, kind of. Well, more like you could just be an asshole. Like, you know, when someone says, Hey, find six balloons for me or whatever, you can say yes or you can say yes like an asshole, you know? But whatever. Anywho. Yeah. So the spells are broken up into like categories, which don't really matter that much, but for the purposes of explaining, they're the move the guy spells. The make the guy stay still spells, the hurt the guy spells, and the utility spells like the the light spell and shit. Lumos. Now, yeah, sure. That that seems simple enough, right? And while you can upgrade your little wheel thingy to include extra wheels, like you can have two wheels of four or three wheels of four or four wheels of four, you still have to switch between the wheels. So you can't just have a task bar like World of Warcraft with like all twenty of your spells lined up together. You still have to toggle through the wheels to get the thing you want, which is normally not a big deal. Like, I just have one that's just utility things, so if I'm not in combat, I can toggle to that one. Or I have my fighting shit one. Or I have my really awkward uh, room of requirement one, which is, like, basically your fucking house-building minigame, you know, that I never ever use, but I have a wheel just for that. But the problem with this is that the game makes you use a lot of these things, in the overworld as well as in combat and like Akio for example the grabbing shit one that has a yeah. lot of purpose in puzzle solving as well as necessary for grabbing a lot of collectibles because this game is fucking riddled with collectibles and we're gonna get to that in a second but that basically means that it would be foolish to never have that spell equipped right like I it just makes sense to always have that one in my primary wheel yeah 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 and sure. okay and there's the other ones, the uh, the stop the guy from moving spells, some creatures can only be hurt once you do that to them first. Oh, so yeah, you so it have makes that sense to have that spell always in there. 
Sure, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Which means that I really only get to customize two of my slots, really, like realistically. And it's really annoying that I can't swap those things out because I actually don't like the pull the guy to me spell very much. I would much prefer the one that pushes him away from me. But the push them away from me spell comes up one-fifth as often as the pull things towards me spell in the overworld. So I never have it equipped. Mm -hmm. Just like the... I would rather have the freeze the guy in place, like freeze him in time, rather than the make the guy float spell. But the make the guy float spell is more important than the freeze the guy with time spell. So I don't have that one equipped ever. Like the only one that I get to... Actually, I use this one already because I like it, but there's a specific batch of enemies you have to set on fire before you can hurt them. So you have to have one of the two spells that does fire on you at all times. Luckily, Fireball is a very effective way of killing people, so I keep that one with me pretty much all the time. I mean, yeah, but, why would you not? It's Fireball. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that means I have, like, one slot that I really get to choose between, which is really annoying because it's like, I don't feel like a fucking awesome wizard because I didn't get to pack the four things I wanted. I brought, like, three bum spells or two bum spells and two things I actually want. And all spells have cooldown, so, like... While you're pew pew pewing your guy with your shitty little red spark attack, you get to throw a fireball every once in a while, but then you gotta go back to pew 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 pewing the guy while your fireball recharges. And it wouldn't be as much of a problem if I had four real spells to pick from, but I don't. I have two spells to pick from, so I'm waiting for the recharge a lot more often than I would like. Which is annoying, obviously. If you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think yeah. I got you. Yeah. That sounds like, annoying fucking... as fuck. They should give you way more spell slots. Like, cause yes, I, I agree. I don't know why they made it a little wheel of four. And, and switching in combat is really annoying because you have to basically... So you have to hold the fire button down, like the, the shooting button, to, to bring the wheel up. And then you have to push a direction on the pad to like change between your four wheels. So I have to not shoot to change the wheel. Like, I could just manually change my spells in the pause menu, but I'm not going to do that every combat, you know? Like, that's just insanity. I have accidentally switched between wheels in combat before and readied myself to throw a fireball at a guy just to activate Lumos and light the room up. <laughs> and then get firmly Very stomped helpful. into the dirt. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, so that's annoying. It's not a deal breaker or anything. It's just kind of annoying because I would really like to... I mean, as soon as I get the killing curse and stuff, I'm taking all the puzzle spells out of the equation. We're just going with all damage all the time then. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about grabbing collectibles anymore, which I already quit doing because this game has all the collectibles. All the fucking collectibles. There's... Flying books you have to get. There's locations you have to visit. There's stars you have to look at. There's fucking statues and brazers you have to interact with. There's monkey crystals you have to pick up. There's weird challenge areas you have to go to to solve, like, some dude's Professor Quandry puzzle. There's fucking secret dungeons you have to go into. This isn't even all of them. All those animals you have to collect. There's See, fucking, right. uh... I'm not gonna lie, I love collecting shit, so, like... I know sounds... you do, because you're sick in the head, but I'm a normal person, <laughs> I don't want to do all of this. Uh, <laughs> most of the reward for doing all of this is, like, cosmetics, but, uh, they also, in this game, have stat benefits, so there is somewhat of a reason to want to do these things, but I, I can't be asked anymore. You don't get spells for collectibles, you get spells for doing side quests, so I only do the side quests. I don't care about this collectibles anymore. I just, I just can't. For my own mental health, I just can't anymore. 
There's too many of them, and I'm one okay. man. <laughs> Lame, but I got I understand. You're just, you're My just fucking, too weak. Th- this game is one clock tower or uh, radio tower away from being a Ubisoft game, and that is not a compliment. <laughs> I mean, Steve, I've been playing uh, Batman Arkham Knight uh like for the past like week or so so like mm-hmm. don't talk to me about all the fucking collectathons okay oh that's got like what two kinds of collectibles in it okay no it's got like first of all there's all the riddler trophies and yep. there's the stupid little shields that you have to blow up and there's all of the i guess they're not collectibles exactly but there's just a fuckload of uh trucks and shit that you have to blow up there's just so much side content in the in oh Arkham yeah well Knight. this thing is fucking chuck a block full of side stuff it's too much side stuff the game is on side of the side stuff it seems <laughs> but whatever so i gave up on all that um i i mean it's not a deal breaker because it doesn't seem like you need to do any of those things to win because i'm constantly finding better equipment and things just lying around in random chests and like I've been steadily getting good stuff as I walk around. Like, I've never bought any equipment from any store because I can go to the next story mission and just pilfer everybody's fucking backpacks and rucksacks, and I'll <laughs> just have ten times better stuff than I started the mission with. Yeah. that make, yeah, Which sounds like a problem, but it's not because every equipment item only has two stats. It increases your attack or it increases your defense. There's none of that shit like seven bar graphs of information you have to worry about it's just two things if the number's higher you put it on that's it that's all you have to worry about i like that actually yes i agree too much about it it's nice and streamlined if the numbers are green you put it on if the numbers are red you don't put it on that is that is the uh assassin's creed fucking uh odyssey philosophy and i appreciate that shit i can well it gets a little more complicated later if you'd like it to because eventually you unlock the ability to use all those animals you've been collecting to use your magical loom to weave enchantments onto your clothes, but they only add a small benefit to one thing, and I've never done it outside the tutorial mission, so I don't ever plan to. I can't see any reason to do it because I haven't been losing, <laughs> so obviously it's not necessary, but whatever. Um, the other problem with all the cosmetics is they're all hideous as fuck. Um... Every single hat in this game is like a soggy wizard hat or like a jester cap or a bowler hat or something stupid like that. Because this game takes place in like 1880. So like all the hats are dumb and all the glasses are dumb and like all the robes are basically all the same but different colors. And it's it's unfortunate that cosmetically they all look stupid. But you have to use them if you want the stat bonuses. For a while there, I was not walking around with any glasses or any hats, losing out on like a fifth of my possible armor value because I didn't want to look like an idiot. I wanted to continue to look like Ed Sheeran. But, but, every single article of clothing in this game has the option to toggle it invisible. There you go. So you can just wear it and not have to see it. That's how I do it in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and that is, like, some good shit. So I can just get yeah, the benefits I love and that. not have to deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you unlock cosmetic versions of those items when you get them. So, like, say I got a scarf that I think looks really snazzy, but I get a new scarf that looks better later. I can make my new scarf look like the old scarf. Yes, I love that. So, like, yeah. So ugh. every time I get a thing, I just permanently get that pattern or whatever. In addition to that, there's special unique items that aren't aren't actually items. They're just 
skins for items. Like, I unlocked a couple robes and stuff that aren't actually items. I can just have the option to turn my existing robe into that one to look like it, you know? Like, I got, like, this grass and leaf one for doing a botany thing. So any robe I get can just, like, leaves now. That's... I love that. Cosmetically, I love that. Because I really hate the idea of having to sacrifice armor to not wear a stupid wizard hat. That's uh, perfect. Yeah. No, that's I, perfect I, the way it I is. I love cosmetic options like that, where it's just like, give the power to the player. Like, you know, you can wear whatever you want. You can make it look however you want. Uh, and we make it as simple as possible. Like, if it's green, you wear it. Like, just keep upgrading yep. your shit. Yep. Like, just, yep. Yep. yes, yep. Yep. that sounds like some good... Yep. That, that part's all perfect. And I got to walk around in a snazzy bathrobe for a while. I, I That's nice. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Uh, that's, now I'm that's wearing a suit nice. of armor, but, you know. Oh. Um, I, I this game also makes you make a lot of... Sounds better. Yeah. Eh. Sorry. It's funnier this way, because I'm in the middle of class standing around a sea of black-robed children, and I'm some jackass in a suit of armor. Helmet and everything. Anyway, um, the <laughs> right. uh, this game also has a lot of stuff where you get to pick cosmetic things that don't actually matter. Like, the first time you get a broomstick, you have to pick between, like, seven brooms, and they all have, like, descriptions of what they do, but they're all mechanically identical. So, like... There's no reason to offer this to me other than player choice. So obviously I just picked the one that has like a flame trail behind it for obvious reasons, you know? Because it makes me feel more badass. Yeah, and when you go to sure. Ollivander's and you pick out your wand, you have to design it down to like the core. But I none of that like matters. That, actually. But none I, of I know matters. that it doesn't matter, but it does though. Because it's like a Harry Potter thing. Like I would be no, upset I get it. if I didn't get to I I core. get it, but like... All right, so so I got to pick the wood, right? So I picked you. I don't know, I just picked you. Um, for You get to pick the length of the wand. So I picked 14 and a half inches because it was the longest it could be. Of course you did. And right. for, for rigidity and flexibility, I picked unyielding. So it's nice and stiff. So it's long and stiff because I'm compensating, you know? And I imagine <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, and yep. I imagine that most people probably did exactly what I did. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, and uh, I also got yeah. to pick the core, and for the core, I picked uh, dragon heart string, I think, because it didn't seem to matter, and dragons are cool. Yeah, It's never come up yeah. once, but I did that. And the broomstick and the hippogriff you get later, which, incidentally, flying around on your broom and flying around on your hippogriff seem identical to me, so I don't know why I have both when I could just have so one or the cooler. other. Hmm? Hippogriffs are so much cooler than brooms, if you ask me. I love Yeah, here's the thing about the hippogriff, though. The animation for getting on it and getting off of it takes longer, so I don't use it. Uh, okay. I mean, I I guess, but that, that wouldn't bother me too much unless it was, like, a really long time. Yeah, well, the broom one is it materializes in front of you and you hop on and you start flying. The bird one, or the hippogriff or whatever, you gotta get your little suitcase out, hold it open, it pops out... Then you get on it. Then you fly away. Okay. I guess that, that doesn't sound so bad. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. Well, sorry. Anywho. Uh, so that's uh, that's the, that's how that goes so far. And uh, I'm really liking that part. The only thing that's different about the house you pick, as far as I've noticed, is that some things will be in your colors. Like, if you find a house robe out in the world, it's just going to be whatever color your house is, no matter where you find it. Which oh, is a little annoying, that's, yeah, but I understand that's why annoying. you do that. 
Well, I understand I why. To be able like, to pick that. But you can't pick it though, because you picked a house, so you don't just get yeah. to walk around in your Slytherin robes. I suppose. Whatever. But just... you also only get to go in your common room. You can't go in anybody else's common room without the use of a glitch, of course. Apparently that's already out there. You could just walk through walls or something, but whatever. Um, so I was worried about, in the beginning, hanging out with all those stupid Hufflepuff kids forever in the game, right? Yeah. I was sort of right. Because... Well, I was sort of right because in every class you go to, it's like the same 12 kids. It's just the three from Hufflepuff... The three from Ravenclaw, and what I assume the three from uh, Slytherin and Gryffindor are. Those kids are just in every class you're in, which... Oh, okay. It's, so the, I mean, it's a, it's the a only class... thing that really changes... What? Wait, so is there a total of, what, three times four is twelve? There's a total of yep. twelve students in the school? Is that... or just No, the, but like whenever you grade. go into a mandatory class, it's just those kids in the background. Okay. And if something happens in the class where you need to do something, it's always one of those kids you're doing it with. The only difference, really, is that if you aren't in the same house as them, you introduce yourself first, then you talk to them. Wow. Okay. I yeah. As far as I'm aware, weird. I obviously, I haven't gotten very far in this game, but that seems to be what the deal is, is that they're pretty much just all used all the time. And the side quests are usually given by those kids, so... One of those 12 kids will be the side quest you need to go to, and maybe they know who you are, maybe they don't already, but it doesn't seem to matter. The only ones that the game forces you to be friends with regardless is one kid from Slytherin and one kid from Gryffindor. Uh, the Slytherin kids you meet in your Defense Against the Dark Arts class, and he likes how you beat him up. So he <laughs> you know, invites you to do all the... He invites you to this secret underground duel area, and he invites you to Kinky, fucking... All right go into Salazar Slytherin's secret base and learn evil magic, and he teaches you the fireball spell, and he takes you home to go visit his sick sister who's been cursed, and you have to try to help on Cursor, and just all Is the this... badass stuff. All the cool things happen to Slytherin Kid. And they got the Gryffindor lady, who... Is there, pretty much. I mean... Oh, that's it? Does she talk well, like, all the time about bravery and shit? No, like... no, 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 no. Well, the only things I did with her so far is get attacked in town by a troll, which I killed, and go rescue a hippogriff on a stealth mission, which, by the way, I fucking dogged those guys. It was embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I'm walking around this fort, right? And I'm, like, sneaking... I'm stealth-killing everybody because there's an invisibility spell, right? Or it's invisible to a degree. If they look right at you and you're close enough, they'll still see you. But it makes you harder to see. And do you remember in the first Harry Potter movie when Hermione shoots Neville with that thing and he gets all stonified and falls down? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what you just do to those guys. You just walk up behind them and go blat, and they go down. So I'm stealth killing all these guys, and I walk into this area, and I blap 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 stealth kill those guys, and this one super evil dark wizard lady shows up, and she's like, oh, now you will die, and she didn't, she spawned, because I killed the other guys, but she didn't see me, so I just walked up behind her, and tapped her in the ass, and she died. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that wasn't supposed to happen, was it? Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, this was also the level where I accidentally clipped myself under the ground. Oh, yeah. This is sounding, this is reminding me of, like, Skyrim. You know, like, I'm just remembering all of the wonderful times oh, it's, of me it's finding not as, It's not as janky as Skyrim by any means, trust okay. me. But I, I leviosa'd a box above my head, and I walked a little bit too close to it, and I dropped it, and it landed on my head and pushed me into the ground. <laughs> all right. 
And for a second, and I thought so I fucking beat the game because I was like, oh, man, I could just walk right under this thing to the other side of this wall. But it was all invisible walls on the inside. So I couldn't. So I was I had I soft locked myself and had to load. But I thought that was kind of funny that I magicked myself underground. Yeah, I love that. I think that's very cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last bit, the last, well, the only real complaint I have, because actually this thing kind of addresses all of my main problems, other than there's way too many fucking uh, side quest things, but that's not really a problem if you don't want to do them. But this game has a lot of spells, and I just wish that they kept them tied to a button instead of taking up my fucking spell wheel. Like, there's the... The, the see hidden things spell that I don't remember the name of. That's just tied to the left uh, left directional button. You just tap that. It shows all the nearby things. It's basically just Batman's x-ray vision thing. You yeah, know? sure. It's all just right. that. You know, that has its own button function. That's perfect like that. But shit like the light spell or the grab shit spell or the turn invisible spell to a lesser degree or the unlocking shit spell. Like, why aren't those just tied to buttons? Why, why do I have to assign those a slot in my wheel? Because you know I'm going to use them again, game. You're making me do it. You yeah, decided like... that the directions finding button was more important. Like the fucking... If you push up on the on the directional pad, it sends out a line that lines that sends you, you know, directly towards your next goal. But you can just mark it on the minimap, and it does that same thing. Like... That didn't need to exist, let alone be a button. You should have just made that button the light spell or something. And, like, the left or the right button on the directional pad is the bring up the spell menu. Just make that part of the pause menu. You don't need to pick a button for that. Make that the fucking grab stuff spell button. Like, th this is poorly optimized because yeah. all you've done is make me waste time and cool spell slots I could be using for fireballs. That's all it is. The unlocking and, spell is the one that, like, I really feel like should not have to be assigned a special. Slot. No, no, that that was I misspoke on that one. That was a that's a contextual button press. That oh, one's actually is. okay. Oh, but right. they could have just made the other ones not that. Like, they shouldn't be in my little tool wheel. There shouldn't even be options for me to do that. Especially, uh, I was really mad because you know fucking Wingardium Leviosa is a is a spell, you know, and. Yeah. That, I have to assign that one, but if I just use the grab stuff here spell and I hold the button down, it just automatically switches to that one for me. So that's kind of nice, I guess. But then why have it at all? Why not just make it an extension of that other spell? But whatever. It's really annoying that I have to waste a slot on these things because I already am mandatorily having to sacrifice some of my combat spells for the sort of combat, sort of overworld spells. I don't want to have to have another wheel that's just entirely light bulb and slightly moving interacting with objects spells that's not there's already a fucking spell for feed the animals magic pellets and brush them with a magic brush like i can't be i can't be wasting all this real estate on not fireball you know what i'm saying yes i do know what you're saying yeah yep it definitely sounds then, like it it could be updated like better optimized i don't yep. know if they're gonna make a sequel to this or not but oh i'm sure they probably will it seems like a huge success will. I don't have a lot to say on the story because if I'm honest, it doesn't, it's not that even that good. It's just me walking around trying to figure out what to do with all this ancient magic that I've discovered. And at some point, I'm sure I'll figure it out and I will become the hero of the universe or the world's most evil villain. I haven't decided yet. Probably the first one because I'm doing a good guy run. But if I was Slytherin, I'd be all about that bad guy shit. And I'd probably give myself a face scar because even your fellas, a face scar is an option. And that's all I got. Okay. 
So in my humble opinion, I'm having an adequate amount of fun. Uh, you know what? That's that's and sorry, J.K. Rowling's the racist or whatever it is that she's doing. People don't like. She's uh, she's anti-trans. That's like her. Oh, thing. that's right. Because there's a trans person in this game. Yeah, but aren't they only like in the game for like five seconds or something? Like, yeah, they're not a big character or anything. But it's yeah. like they're in there, and I think that's funny because it's like, hey, take that, J.K. Yeah, that was <laughs> we definitely... stuck a trans person in 1880s England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that was definitely like the developers being like please internet don't hate us uh yep. and like i get it but uh, yeah it's just it's just gross i just don't like jk rowling i'm i have i have a really hard time uh rationalizing or coming to terms with my love of harry potter or like my former love for harry potter with uh who jk rowling is as a person like, I, just, I just i really don't feel it's like difficult. it's that big of a deal you can just like the franchise and not have to <sighs> associated with her at all it's really that's, not a big deal that's really hard for me to do that but i'll well do I'll you like judge it. every single piece of art by what the artist does not not usually no but for some reason this one i think it's because harry potter was like that was like basically how i got into fantasy when i was a kid so like sure. harry potter is like very personal to me uh and like that's why i take it so personally when i find out that that she's this asshole who hates trans people i guess like, don't I just, meet your heroes then i guess it's hard for me. it's just it's hard for me like i can't shake the association you know uh but anyway that's that's it's fine so uh are you good steve or do you have anything else to add? i'm i'm done so that's all i got all i right. I don't have anything else to add other than this game has spiders in it. Oh, good. It should have spiders. Oh, and your kid is super cool with killing. That makes The sense. guy you play with, just really okay with it. Considering how, <laughs> like, like how much of a shift that would have been from school life, he is just so okay with killing people in the woods. It's crazy. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, cool. Uh, well, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.